Hey, 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 hold on, hold on. Gather around, everybody. Listen up. I got a story to tell. Tell, tell. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Rico Lane, and thank you for checking in to the Blessed Money Podcast, where we help you build your relationship with Christ by sharing blessings and testimonies on Bible scriptures that is manifested in everyday people's lives like yourself. If you have ever found a Bible difficult to understand, struggle with your faith, or simply wonder why Christians believe the way that they do, then this podcast is definitely for you. I believe that if we can show you that the Bible is made real in our personal lives today, even though it was written so many years ago by so many different authors, then you just may change the way you view the Bible. It may even spark your curiosity on the Bible or Christ, and I know without a doubt, if you seek Christ, you will find him. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And oh yeah, don't forget, be a blessing and share your testimony. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the wonderful and powerful name of Jesus. I thank you for an opportunity for me to be used by you, Lord. I thank you for an opportunity to be a vessel to share your word. I pray that as I discuss your word, that it is all you and none of me. I also pray that the listeners' ears, their eyes, their hearts, and their minds are open so that they hear the truth, they know the truth, and they understand the truth. And anything that may not be the truth, I pray that you take it away from their memory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 So in James 4, 17, it says, So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is a sin. And so a lot of times we get wrapped on what the Bible said, what the Bible don't say. But God put it in our heart, this moral compass, and he let us know, you know, what's the right thing to do and what's the wrong thing to do. And if you feel in your heart that whatever it is you're doing is wrong, then that's a sin. Well, today we're going to be talking about something that's blatantly and clearly wrong. And my guest that I have coming on today, I'm so excited to have her on. One, because, you know, not only is she a sister who's doing great things for the kingdom of God, doing great things for people and motivating people and speaking to people but she is my honestly my my best friend so if you if people ever ask like like can a man and a woman truly just be friends uh most of the time if you ask my wife she'll say no but when it comes to me and my guest today Marilyn's man me and her have been cool since high school and this is actually like the first time we've really been able to like kick it and talk and we got to do it over over zoom or whatever but um I'm so excited to just catch up with her and talk to her. But at the same time, the topic that we're talking about is a serious topic and it's kind of a downer topic. So we'll probably have to catch up again at a, at a later time. But I'm going I'm to transition over to Marilyn because she, she did a post about an incident with a young lady and I let her explain it. But when she did the post, it hurt me to the core. And it reminded me of something that I'll probably talk about later on when I was a kid that I was guilty of. And in the scripture, James 4, 17, just remind us that, you know, if you know something to be right and you don't do it, that's a sin for you. So I'm going to start up talking, transition over to my home girl, Marilis. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Hanging in there. Just, you know, trying to make it. So, um, so you know what we're here for and, and what we do on the show. So I'm going to just transition over you to just kind of first, just let people know who you are, what you're doing, and then let them know, you know, why, why you decided to reach out and come on the show. 
Okay, well, to introduce myself, my name is Marilis Rogers. I am now um, working in the vein of a manifestation coach. I help people create the lives they desire, you know, do like with law of attraction and manifestation, things like that. Um, but I am an encourager. Like you said, I love to encourage people. I love to inspire others just to be great in God and just to live your best lives. Because at the end of the day, what I believe, like what sense is it even being here if you're just existing? You, you want to live, like really live your best life. Okay, so around, I think it was around the top of June, around mid-June, I posted a status about a young lady, and I'm going to try my best not to butcher her name, um, but it's Aluwa Toyin Salu, S-A-L-A-U, um, but she was 19 years old. She was an advocate, uh, an activist, you know, for the Black Lives Matters uh, movement. She She was living in Florida. Like, she had a lot of things going on based on the articles I read. Like her family had like put her out. She was assaulted, like just crazy stuff happened with her family. So to, like she was, I guess she ran away, right? But long story short, um, coming to find out she was murdered, sexually assaulted and murdered by um, a black man, which was the, the part to me that really, I guess really upset me. I was angered, like literally I was angry um, because I'm like, here we are, you know, we're, we have this thing with the Black Lives Matters. We're trying to uh, fix things with people who don't look like us. And here we are having to protect ourselves as women against men who look like our fathers and who look like our brothers. So my big thing was like, oh, my God, why won't why won't y'all protect us? Why should she have had to uh, whether she was 19, 29 or 69? Why should she have had to? go out like that you know what i'm saying just to, you know what i'm saying like a man who a black man like what that was the part um and because i have been a victim of sexual assault by a black man it just it just put a i hate to say it put a bad taste in my mouth i i, I will never generalize you know i know all black men are not this way all black men don't think this is cool to do um so i'm not gonna you know go there but it's just like we see so many cases about um, such things, but they go cold. Why are they going cold? Why is nobody fighting for the black sister? You know, and yeah. another one of my, um, I guess, issues, for lack of a better word, was here we are, a lot of us as black women. I'm a black woman who um, I, I protested. I only went out there once, you know, COVID is alive and, and real. So I only went out there once, but I was out there getting my Angela Davis on um, yeah. for the lives of black men that were taken senselessly. And again, here we are having to be protected against the same men we're fighting for. So my, again, where's the justice for, for black women? Why was she not protected? So the fact that it was, she was done, that was done by, by a black person or whatever, a person that looks like her and the Air Force, we had a saying that says, um, you know, we all, we have to fight the enemy. We, um, and so when we're talking about like um, sexual harassment and sexual assault and that kind of stuff, they tell us that one sexual harassment or one sexual assault and, and, and the Air Force is one too many. And we, and the fact that we're supposed to be fighting a common enemy, we shouldn't be harming, 
each other. And so right. one, I'll definitely de- I'll come out and say, you know, as as another as a black man, you know, we should definitely not be harming black women, but we should be harming women, period. Just people, period. Just people, period, you know. And so from my viewpoint, you know, my background, I'm, you know, I'm a Christian and and, and not only being a Christian, uh, my wife, she's a half white and half Mexican. So I have a multi-racial racial family. Right. And so for me, for me, for me personally, um, I have my own personal issues with the uh, the agenda of Black Lives Matter, but Black Lives Matter. People' lives do matter, and mm-hmm. we and we and we need to speak up and 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 not let it go cold. And I'll say yep. to answer your question on you know why is her case going cold? It's the same reason why adopted children case go cold, or why the other case. If it doesn't meet whatever, and I'm not getting into some conspiracy theory, but if it doesn't meet this agenda for the media, whatever that agenda yep. is, then it doesn't get yep. shown. It doesn't get talked about, and I think that's. Right. Horrible. That is horrible, and it's and, and and it's sad. And just like in the verse, we talk about the right thing to do is speak up for these people. The right thing to do is to uh, make sure we know how to pronounce her name and it don't be forgotten. And, and not only that, we need to we need to uh, when we see something like that, we need to step in and, and put a stop to it. And and then like yep. you said, we don't want to generalize black men or black culture. But I did a show. I did an interview on Facebook not too long ago, um, and it was about um, things a man are not supposed to do. So it's like they say a man not supposed to cry, or they say a man not supposed to love one woman. Yeah. So we had these different topics, and we were talking about that. And so uh, a lot of a lot of the things they say about men, they, it does promote treating women less, you know, less than equals, and and you know, and it's and okay. it's a sad, it's a really sad thing. It's very sad. It's very, very, very sad. And like I said, um, it's just just sad that there's some a black man. But like I said, I've seen instances like in real life where a people would be in a group and they'll see something go on and I would speak up, but I would be looking crazy because everybody else, it's almost like people are desensitized to such things. You know, you see see a man verbally abusing a woman. Oh, it's no big deal. That's not my business. Let them have it. Or you see a man slap like a woman in public. Who who does that? Who says that's not my business? Like, I mean, I understand when it comes to, you know, women being abused. A lot of times, I'll say this in another interview, but a lot of times a woman will turn on you if you yeah. try to protect her from her abuser. You know, we've heard of, you know, the Stockholm syndrome where, you know, you fall in love with your abuser. You're, you become trauma bonded and all that. But I don't want to delve into all that. But like I said, when it comes to the injustice against women, black women, and it's coming from our own, it's, it's just a sad thing. And in many of these cases, like I said, people know that the men are abusive, but they don't say anything like I just don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. So, so let me, I'll, I'll share a story with you from when I was in high school, you know, this back when me and you was kicking it. Um, so when I was in high school, you know, I had went to North Clayton for a little while. I, uh, and so I had a lot of friends who went to different schools and stuff. And, uh, and so I remember, and you, so one, you, you remember me from high school, you know, who I hung out with all my friends, they yeah. were, they were, wild and stupid and so it wasn't like I didn't have you know homeboys I was ready to ride down for whatever but like right. I was dating this one girl 
I can't remember what school she went to. About then, this one girl, her best friend was dating this 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 guy. I'm not gonna say none of their names because you know I ain't gonna put them on blast, or whatever. But she was dating this guy who was a, a a dope boy. He was a drug dealer, and so he would spend all kind of money on her. Like I mean, she had all the new Jordans, all the fresh clothes, car, the whole. And I I think even her mama knew that he was selling drugs, and she was cool with it. And so, but the thing was, he was very controlling and very jealous to the point. And, and so she, she, um, you know, she liked that kind of lifestyle. So she was aggressive too, you know, so they would they would literally get in fist fights and stuff together, mm. fighting back and forth or whatnot. And so I would told my girlfriend at the time, I was like, listen, I, I don't want to be around that. You know what I'm saying? I can't hang out with them if they, if they're going to, if they're going to be arguing and fighting and being that kind of stuff, because if I get involved, cause one, it makes me kind of look like a punk if I don't say nothing. And then two, but if I get involved and then now I gain a new enemy and she's still with this guy, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, so that what positions does that put me in? And so right. I remember, uh, and, and, and again, it's not that I'm being a punk or anything, but it's like, like you said, how can somebody say, well, that's not my business. I'll admit, you know, and when I heard the story that I immediately started thinking about old girl, I'll admit I kind of had the mentality of like, one, she know how this dude is. She know what he do. And, she, and, and before I ever even met him or her, my girlfriend at the time told me how, how they act. So it's not like this was like a one off or whatever thing. She was she she knew what she was dealing with, dealing with, dealing with. Like what you hear so far? This podcast is made possible by listeners just like you. You can support the show by purchasing a copy of the Blessed Money book or apparel on Amazon.com. The proceeds help us to continue to deliver the Blessed Money ministry. You can continue the conversation on blessedmoney.com or on the Blessed Money app, available on both Apple and Google's Play Store. We would love to hear your thoughts on the show or your testimony on today's scripture. Thank you for your support. And now back to the show. 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 And so we were yeah. at the movies one day, man, and it was just crazy. We were at the movies, and um, both of them was like, hey, let's go to the bathroom. And so me and old boy, we sitting in the movies or whatever, and they went to the bathroom. It would probably been like five minutes went by. When I tell you this dude flipped out Maryland, he was like, who the F these bees think we is? They out here trying to go toilet these dudes while we stuck in the movie theater or whatever. This dude went out the movie theater. And, and um went out the, th- the uh, theater and went to the uh, bathroom. Grabbed his girl, grabbed his girl, and yanked her out of the bathroom. Like who? Like and, and made a huge scene. So of course uh-huh. I had to follow him because I'm like he better not put his hands on my woman or whatever. But he right. pulled her out of the out of the movie theater and just start going in on her. And like you said, bystanders just listening and looking or whatever. And that's when I knew. I, and so I and so at this moment, should I have done something? Yes. Uh, should I probably have stopped it or whatever? Yes. But but again, at this point, I'm like, is this worth the drama that's going to come that I know is going to come outside of it? And it wasn't. And, and again, it wasn't like I didn't have homeboys who, who would have got with them or, or whatever. Right. We could have definitely handled it however they want to handle it. But to me, I'm like, do I really want to involve myself in this knowing that she continues to come back to this, knowing that she puts up with this because he spoils her, you know? And so, and so that that's been a situation that I always regretted. I've always regretted that that I, I let it go down the way it went down. But being in the Air Force, they uh, told us they get they call it like the three Ds. 
And mm-hmm. so I want to I want to throw this advice out there because we're talking about the issue and you're saying people won't say anything. So I want to throw these three D's out there for whoever's listening. So if you find yourself in that situation, you can know what to do. And hopefully I remember the three D's because <laughs> I didn't rehearse this. It just came to me. But I think it was uh, direct, delegate and distract, direct, delegate and distract. So direct basically means. You go direct with the person. Hey, man, what you're doing is wrong. You shouldn't do this and do that or whatever the case may be. And honestly, I would only recommend the direct approach if it's somebody you know or somebody you're comfortable with talking to. Like, for example, if my little brother was getting out of line with his woman, I'll go direct with him because me and him know each other. Or like me and you know each other, so you can come direct with me or whatever. You know, but if it's like some stranger or some, you know, especially in the case of this particular person who I know was a dope boy, who I know had no problems with fighting or shooting somebody. It's just not wise to go direct with somebody like that. So then you got the uh, distract. And so women are good at distracting. So like if you at the club or whatever, and I come try to holler at your home girl, hey girl, come on, hold on, let's go to the bathroom together. Hey girl, let's go do this. Women pull the distract mode all the time. So if you see somebody dealing with some some type of situation, you can cause a bigger commotion to get attention on you and offer whatever they got going on. Or you can kind of remove her from the situation and distract what's going on. And so that's another thing that people can do. And, and that'd probably be something more people are a little bit more comfortable with, especially women. And then the other thing is delegate. And so, you know, if you're out at a movie theater, in my case, you know, I could just put the owners on the movie people. Hey, man, y'all need to come handle this. These folks get out of line. Or if I'm at a bar or, some, or somewhere, I can get, you know, a, a security guard or whatever the case may be. But the reality of it is, is whether it's abuse, sexual harassment, somebody trying to get a drunk woman into a car, whatever the case may be, you know, we live in a culture where it's like it's uncool to snitch or say something. But if it was your daughter or your mother, or somebody you really cared about, you're going to want somebody to step in. So you got to step in. There it is. And there it is. And it's so sad because, well, you know what? Yeah. And that's what I said that in the post that day as well. Like, where are, I think somebody commented, because y'all, this was on Facebook. I think somebody commented about, like, if it was my sister. I think you may have said something. Like, if it was my sister or my wife or somebody, you know, like, God help that man, you know? Yeah. But you have, the crazy thing is, you have brothers who will know of such things and not and still not defend. I know women who have been sexually assaulted and two of them reached out to me after I posted what I posted and pretty much told me that I had mad courage to post and say what I said because they too had been assaulted, sexually assaulted again by men they knew, black men that they knew, but they felt so bad and felt so ashamed that they never spoke out. So pretty much saying thank you, sis, for speaking up and speaking out about that. Because, again, if you're in cases like that, sometimes you will be ostracized by your own family. You will be made to feel crazy or made to feel like it was your fault by your own family. You know, and back to uh, old girl, like she was sexually assaulted and murdered. Like what? How does that even? And he did it several times before finally killing her. Like who? Come on. Man, it was crazy. What's crazy is, so that happened, and then from the time that happened for us doing this interview, they had that female soldier. Um, and again, I, 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 it's, it's sad, but I don't remember her name either, but it's a Hispanic female soldier who was, they had history of her being harassed and um, it, by her own fellow soldiers, and yep. then another soldier actually killed her. And uh, and like put her body out somewhere, and and so the reality of it is, man, is like whether 
like whether it comes to police brutality, whether it comes to stuff happening with women, whether it comes to child abuse, whether it comes to sex trafficking, man, we got to stop reacting after the fact. We got to start. We got to stop like, oh, well, this happened. Well, let's talk about it. Or now let's go protest. No, let's start doing stuff beforehand. And, 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 and to be honest, man, as a as a, as a Christian, um, as a, as Christians, we we really need to do a better job of. Of, of 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 one not being hypocrites ourselves because the same stuff that we're telling people not to do we're doing but then two right. man we we got to do a better job of, of of sharing the gospel and and sharing what like the um the the way of living that Jesus actually taught and not not what you think he taught whatever but what he actually taught man and so that's just it, it, it's a sad situation um and and honestly like for me. When, when I saw your post, I'm like, well, what can I do or what, you know, and, and I figured, you know, if we have, if we can do this, at least we can get the conversation started. But again, what I would like to encourage all Christians and, and even to myself, because again, I'm not, I'm not trying to be hypocritical because I had a situation where I didn't say anything. Right. Um, and I, I explained that. But if we, if you know, like, like James 4, 17, say, if you know the right thing to do and you don't do it, then that, then, then shame, you're just as guilty, to be honest. You know, yeah. you're just as guilty of the, of the problem. And so I don't know the ends and outs of this young lady's case. I don't know if somebody could have stopped it or if there was any warning signs or whatever the case may be. But uh, the bigger point is, is that black men, men in general, we got to start treating women. Like, let me see, Jesus said, he said, treat your wife like Christ loved the church. That's how we're supposed to treat our wives. And so I would just say extend that to, to, to all women, you know, treat all women, you know, treat all people for that fact, just treat people like you want to be treated and, and, and then it'll solve all these problems. Yep. So, I agree. I agree. So, yeah, man. Well, but is there anything else you want to highlight on it or say, or? Um, not really, man. I just, I just pray for our nation. I pray for our people, like as a whole, um, and I think a lot of it goes back to healing, like, because a lot of men, honestly, and I'm, I'm not going to go deep into it. I know we'd like to close out, but I know a lot of men have issues with women, period, because of, you know, unhealed wounds from their childhoods, or maybe they had issues with their mothers or mm-hmm. whatever. And a lot of men grow up to be misogynistic. So it's like, it's almost like you can blame them, but in a way you have to see the root of a lot of this stuff as well. But I just, I just wanted to stop. And I just say, we can't just go around just stopping everybody. Like we do, we just got capes on our backs. But if you can, whatever you can do to to help the cause or to help the situation or whatever, just we just got to do what we can and use our voices effectively to help, to help, to help. Well, listen, I really appreciate you coming on. I really appreciate you being so passionate about it and, and giving me the opportunity to just show my support the best way that I can. Um, Thank you. I heard earlier you talked about um, uh, what your ministry and what you got going on with like the law of attraction, this and that. I'm gonna have to have you back on to talk about that because, right. like, for Christians, we they kind of we have different viewpoints on like should we believe in the law of attraction or should we not. So I would definitely love love to pick your brain on that. Oh yes, and and trust and believe. I can Bible all of that. So, yes, law of attraction, manifestation. I got scriptures for that too. So, yeah. Okay, well, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Thanks again for joining us on the Blessimony podcast. Make sure to visit our website, blessimony.com, or download the Blessimony app, where you can continue the conversation from this podcast by sharing your thoughts and testimonies on the scripture.
You can fellowship with other Christians or check out the Blessed blog. Oh, and I almost forgot, if you found any value in this show, we'd appreciate our ratings on iTunes, Spotify, or on the platform you use to listen to the show. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about us, that would be a huge blessing. Until next time, peace, peace.